Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. I do love that they put on this deliberate display of affection in front of her just to like really suck it to her. And, uh, and wait, 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 okay, wait. So mm-hmm. for, for me, again, I know that I should be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Y'all do that. But for me, I was like, oh, my God, you're pushing so many buttons. Why would you do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's me. I mean, like, I'm coming this just from a, a gay male perspective. Like, it made me so uncomfortable for mm-hmm. everyone on this screen. And that's a problem. Like, it shouldn't make me uncomfortable. It's because you see the danger. Right? Like, and this Mm -hmm. is one of those things that marginalized people have so much difficulty communicating to the mainstream, right? Like, I've had conversations with female friends where they had talked to me about their nighttime regiment like if they were working late and they had to get to a car or catch a bus and how they would walk with keys in their hands or like mace or like 9-1 ready on their cell phone in case they have to hit something because they're so used to being hit on by men by being followed and it's one of those things where people just don't understand what the lived reality of people is because they haven't lived it themselves and when you and I watch this and we see characters that we relate to and we think why why would you invite this on yourself you are making it worse for yourself this is scary don't stand out in this way right because we're taught if you just try to blend in maybe you won't get picked on yes this is actually i'll use this to to, to explain my issue with um chapman on my first viewing and um do it so okay first of all yeah the the pda i'm actually i've actually never been much for pda and i think it's a combination of me just a not liking it very much but mixed with the fact that like i don't feel comfortable really and i live in a very liberal area of texas but like i still don't mm-hmm. really feel comfortable like I'm, my husband and i aren't hand holders we aren't like put our arms around each other like we don't we don't kiss in public and i think a lot of that though stems from both of us just growing up in a not liberal area of texas and not ever feeling comfortable doing that so i had pinged to you before we watched this film that i, I actually didn't love uh chapman's performance in this film that he kind of got on my nerves and i couldn't figure out why just from memory so watching it last night i was like, okay what was it and it was, I thought he was really, I didn't like his inflection. Like, it was a lot of like, oh, baby, oh, like, and it was like, and when he starts crying because he's upset, and you're probably like, Trace, yeah, he's crying because he's, his life is falling apart. <laughs> I think, I think what I realized is that I was uncomfortable with his non-masculine elements being shown by this man. And sure. be- because I, I was raised in a way that was like, no, men don't behave that way. And Obviously, that is wrong of me to think that, but it's like this thing that I I have ingrained in my mind of like, oh, like if you see a man doing that, it's weak. And then like there was like a thing in the back of my mind where it's like, well, he deserves what's coming to him, which obviously I don't think that. But it's like I, I was processing that yesterday, like, oh, my God, like he's annoying me because I have this like idea of how a man should act gay or straight, whoever, like in my mind. And I was like, holy Mm -hmm. fuck, like. How big of an asshole am I for thinking this? I debated to even bring this up because I was like, well, that's not going to make me look very good. But... Oh, I think it's super important. I think it's really important to bring up because it let me... A, at least I caught it. But yeah, it was something that I was like, oh, 
I can't believe I even thought that. And I was letting his performance of like showing vulnerability of a man showing vulnerability make me find this man's performance annoying. And that's mm-hmm. really fucked up. Yeah, because it's basically a learned behavior. I mean, I yeah. remember when I came out, I was at university and I flew home to my parents for Christmas. And I, you know, it was a whole rigmarole of emotions. And it, as we talked about before, it ended up being very fine. And like, there was some fallout later on. But for the most part, it was okay. And I remember my mom and I ended up going shopping a couple of days after I came out and we were in the mall. And I saw one of those like fresh baby gays who is just like loudly proclaiming their sexuality with like every step, every inflection, every article of clothing on their body, like rainbow flag, lispy voice, bouncing around, just being so fucking gay. And my mom turned to me and said, well, I'm just so glad that you're not like that. And it's like, these, like, I know she didn't mean it that way. And I think she probably even if I asked her, she would say she meant it from a place of love because she wouldn't want me to be picked on because, you know, that is the animal out on safari and the lions are going to circle because yeah. that is just so easy prey. But it's also fucking terrible, right? Like, yeah. how can we think that that is an okay reaction? Because that person's just out living their life. Like, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is, he is the more effeminate of the two. That doesn't make him weaker. That doesn't make him bad or wrong. Right. And yet we have been told by society that that kind of behavior is unacceptable and unmanly and unwelcome. And that's something that's not thought, obviously, just by non-queer people. It's something that still affects queer people. Like, that's where internalized homophobia comes from. And, like, that's uh-huh, definitely something uh-huh. that I still do. I mean, again, I'm more secure with my sexuality now than I was when I was, you know, 14 years old. But it, it, like moments like this where I'm like, oh, there are still things clearly that I have to work through because I still have those thoughts sometimes. And yeah. Creep in the but... back of my mind like little poisons. <laughs> 